Hey all you nerds out there, are you looking for more wrestling content or podcasts? Then go on over to Facebook, Spotify, iTunes, Twitter, and SoundCloud. And check out NXT and We with PJ and Brett. These fellow nerds review every single NXT episode and also have their very own wrestling interview series among other fun stuff. So, go check out NXT and We today with PJ and Brett. Also, A-Rock Designs. I want to take a minute to give a quick shout out to A-Rock Designs. That is spelled A-R-O-C-K-K Designs. A-Rock Designs is ran by Ashley Rodriguez. She makes all those cool wrestling cups you see floating around. So, if you want to get your hands on any custom merchandise, hit up Ashley Rodriguez at A-Rock Designs. If you can think it, she can make it. Last but not least, do you love wrestling and do you want to talk more about wrestling? Then head on over to Wrestling Review Society on Facebook. WRS is ran by my good friend Kevin Rodriguez. Kevin interviews your fave pro wrestlers every week and has the most amazing free, that's right, free giveaway. All you have to do is join Wrestling Review Society on Facebook and you could be the next big winner. This week's episode is brought to you by Design by Dunbar. If you need a logo design, flyers, e-commerce, website, or anything at all, go check out Designs by Dunbar at www.facebook.com slash Design by Dunbar. Hey everybody, it's Big Juicy here, and we are listening to the Nerds of Wrestling podcast. What is going on, Nerds of Wrestling? That is right, this is another bonus episode of What's Up Wrestler, a podcast by Nerds of Wrestling. You already know the host, I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. My guest at this time is Big Juicy. What is going on, Big Juicy? How are you today? Hey, hey, Justin, thanks for having me. I'm doing good, how are you? Uh, no problem, thanks for coming on. I'm doing alright. It's such a beautiful day outside, but I can't do anything, you know? It's so nice outside. Even if you just go sit outside, please just go sit outside. I will do that, probably after this pod, maybe later tonight, after I'm done with all my podcasts and everything. I, have a lot. <laughs> I know, you're so busy. I'm so busy, I'm so busy. It's, it's, I know you were live on Facebook on the, the juice bar, and you were outside saying how nice it was outside. I'm like, ugh. I wonder even if it's just sitting on your front porch or like standing with the door open, like you gotta take this weather when you can. Something, you know, I try to open my window, but I can't, you know, you see the small window right there. Uh, uh, I live in the basement, so I can't do that. And if I open the window, the audio is gonna mess up, so I need <laughs> I can't do that. Uh, <laughs> it's okay though, it's okay. Um so I want I want to know more about Big Juicy because this is my first time talking to you. I've seen you wrestle a few times at some Blitz Creek shows, but like I said, this is my first time talking to you. So for for me too, and for the nerds, tell us more about all about Big Juicy. Uh, so what do you okay? So just that's very big. So what do we want to know specifically? Like, do you want to know how I got to wrestling? Do you want to know how Big Juicy became Big Juicy? Because that's a, that's a loaded question. <laughs> Tell me about Big Juicy. <laughs> Tell me about Big Juicy. Tell me about how the character outside of Big Juicy, the person outside of Big Juicy became Big Juicy into the world of independent professional wrestling. All right. So, um, so how I became Big Juicy. So what had happened was, um, I was, I wasn't always Big Juicy. 
So you've always seen me as Big Juicy mm-hmm. if you've seen Blitzkrieg show. Um, but I first started taking bookings and like working shows at my home base at Kevin Landry's Pro Wrestling Combine in Holyoke, Massachusetts. Um, we do school shows there, the first of every month, obviously not right now because of, you know, coronavirus. Um, but um, so back in October is when we started this this whole little series of school shows. And I had been training and training and training. And they, um, the guy that put, puts the show together, Honest Abe, he's been a manager for people like Magnificent Marcos and um, the Great Nuka and um, people like that. He was booking the show and he said, kid, I'm booking you for this. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, okay. So panicking because I got asked like three weeks before the show, I was scrapping together gear and everything. And initially my name was Roxy star. I didn't get, I was given that name. I was like, I, the day of the show happens and we're there and they're like, okay, kid, they're writing the card. They go, Hey kid, what's your name? What's your work name? And I was like, I don't know yet. I was too worried about making sure I knew what I was doing for the show. And they said, well, you, you got nothing. I was like, well, I was going to say go with Roxy. Like, okay, so I picked Roxy because I, the, the clothing brand Roxy, I wore a lot growing up. So I picked- There you go. I like that. <laughs> like, you know. yeah, it, was, it was the weirdest thing. So I was like, well, I was going to go with Roxy. They're like, well, you need something else. I was like, uh, I don't know. So the guy that was helping Honest Abe run the show... He's like, uh, Roxy, Roxy Star, use that. And I was like, okay, because, I mean, I'm terrified and the show's about to start. So sure, I'll go with it, whatever you think. (laughs) Um, And I wasn't committed to it. And I talked to many people after that first show. And I was like, I'm not sold on this, guys. Like, what am I doing? And they were like, your first gimmick's never going to stick. Your first name's never going to stick. People like it's it's an ever-evolving process so fast forward about two or three months to another i'm in the middle of my match at a shut up and wrestle with daje simone the devilish angel i don't know if you know who she is um and we're mid-match she's face i'm heel and it's in the middle of the heat we're working the heat we're working the heat and i'm hitting her with stuff and all of a sudden the crowd starts chanting. There's these three guys in the crowd. Big biker dude. Older gentlemen, big biker, like, big guys. I would never approach them on the street if I just <laughs> been, like, walking down the street. I'd, like, probably move to the side and let them go through. They're very big, intimidating guys. They start chanting, juicy, juicy, juicy. And I'm like, what? Juicy? Like, who, who? Who? <laughs> and then I'm, and then after the show, so the rest of the show happens, and I go over to them, and, and I was like, "Were y'all talking to me?" And they were like, "Yeah, big juicy, you know." And I was like, "Okay." And then the next show up in Russell, we had the month after that. Um, the announcers calling calling the card, and they're like, and they're like, "Big juicy Roxy Star," and then. I was like, I don't like Roxy Star, and Big Juicy was getting over and over every time we had a show, so I just dropped it, and then, like, why fix what's not broken? Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, then Big Ju- I, so Big Juicy was developed 
from three biker dudes. <laughs> never, never would have guessed that in a million years. No. But it's, big, it's, it's an interesting story, to say the least. Big, juicy, Roxy star. Yeah, that doesn't really roll off yeah, the tongue very well. No, and, you know, Roxy star, if you sit there and think about it, it sounds like a name that belongs to a different industry if you're picking. I'm picking up, yep. I know what you mean. I'm putting down. Yeah, I know what you mean. I'm picking up what you're putting down, exactly. So, <laughs> so that's how Big Juicy became Big Juicy. And then in terms of, I started off as a heel, um, just based off the fact that everyone was like, yeah, you're bigger than all your opponents. You should be the heel, you know, smash, smash. And I'm like, <laughs> all right, cool, I guess. Like, I'm super new to this. Like, I'm not going to say no. I don't have, I don't really have that. I'm not in a place where I can say no to things, right? Yeah. So you take you take what you can get. I exactly. mean, that's how I see it. Opportunities, opportunities. So... Until there was Daje's heel turn at the Shut Up and Wrestle series, I was always a heel. And then when it turned, I became a face. And I was like, wow, this is this is more me. Yeah, I can see you more as a face. Like, I can be... Ah, and it just, it just fits so much better. It feels so much better. Yeah. So I, I definitely... Enjoy the fact that right now I'm a face everywhere I work, and I'm super grateful for that. <laughs> That's awesome. Growing up, were you a big wrestling fan, or did you like getting into it like late in your childhood? I didn't get into wrestling because, okay, so like I am a child of the 90s. When I say I'm a child of the 90s, I was born in the middle of it and only got the tail end. Yeah, I was born um, in 94. Yeah, I was born in 94. Yeah, yeah look at that. So, you were the same age. You know, you could, and I mean, honestly, 90s was so prime wrestling-wise. You go back and watch all the footage, and you're like, damn, why couldn't I grow up watching this live? But thank God we can catch it now because of the network yep. and YouTube and all yeah. those streaming things. Great plug for the but, WWE Network. Yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, I'm just so, kidding. <laughs> so, um... I didn't start watching wrestling until I was probably, like, 10, 11 years old. Um, so, you know, think about when that was. It's, like, 2004, 2005. Um, and I watched it pretty consistently until I was probably um, a sophomore in high school. And kind of, like, fell off with it. I just, I don't. I think it was one of those things where I was like, oh, none of my friends in high school like wrestling, so why am I going to watch it? And, like, I'm a girl watching wrestling. Like, oh, God. Um, <laughs> For those of you not seeing this, I'm pointing to her. Exactly. Not the girl part, but I stopped watching wrestling before high school. I'm like, no one is going to like wrestling at all. No, so I, I literally like stopped watching it before my freshman year. And I stopped watching it for, like, two or three years. And I picked it up yeah. back when I was, like, a senior in high school, and I've been watching ever since. Yeah. Yeah, pretty similar to that. So I stopped watching it probably my sophomore, junior year of high school, because I'm, like, I'm already, like, a tomboy, and, like, that's weird. Like, I was just super weird in high school, and I was, like, <laughs> I don't need people judging me more because I'm a girl that watches wrestling. <laughs> so I stopped watching, and then it was my freshman year of college. I started, um... 
I started seeing someone and dating someone who was into wrestling. And I was like, you like wrestling? He was like, yeah. I was like, okay, because, like, I love wrestling and I've put it, I've put off being into it for so long. So then that kind of, like, reignited um, my love for wrestling. And I... I, um, it's, I don't even know why I ever let it, like, phase me of, like, oh, I'm a girl that watches wrestling, like, people are gonna think that's so weird, like, looking back on that, I, like, wish I could, like, smack my old self across the face for being like that, you know? Same here, I wish, you know, I wish, I wish I didn't never stop watching it, because I missed a lot of, you know, historic moments from 2009 to... 2000 end of 2011 you know i missed a lot of historic moments and right but it's okay that's what the internet's for you know just go back and look at it all exactly (laughs) we're lucky that we are able to do that we have everything um to our disposal at our fingertips exactly really quick sorry sorry nerds who are listening we are having a little audio issues it's going on and off but it's okay it's okay not all podcasts are going to be perfect i'm here with big juicy we are talking about WWE and wrestling and more. So yeah, no wrestling. Uh, I yeah, I like you like you. I stopped watching WWE for quite some time, but I picked it up right after. Uh oh, you froze. I got scared there for a second. It's okay. Ooh. It's okay. <laughs> Technology is not my friend. It's none of our friends, honestly. <laughs> if you want to have like the best stuff and like do a podcast, you got to spend money. But right now, I do not have the money to do that. So this is like my best options right now. It's working out pretty good, but it's okay. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah, no, WWE, like you, like you know, just like you, I stopped watching for a while. You picked it back up. Um, was there any wrestlers that just grabbed your attention when you started watching again? Um, when I started watching again, I mean, when I started watching again, um, it was. I'm trying to think. Was that around the time when Daniel Bryan left? Daniel Bryan left? It was like, I think it was when Daniel Bryan, like, yeah, when he, like, took the break or whatever because he had hurt his neck. Mm, he had gotten injured. Not, All I remember is, like, not, I can't remember. When was that? Not in 2011. Like, too, when I started, when I restarted watching it again, like, 2011, Daniel Bryan was, like, really, like, red hot. It was hot. real hot. And then, he was like right oh, hot in like 2011. All my years are blurring together now. See, I'm so bad with chronological time. He left in like 2015. So he left like in like in like 2015. That's what it was. Wow, I just like combined like three years of life. That's terrible. <laughs> it's okay. It's a, it happens. Um, no, but when I got back into things, like I will always love Daniel Bryan. Yeah. Like I remember when he left then, and I was in tears. I was in tears watching it on the television, like sobbing. And my sister was like, are you okay? I'm like, no, no, I am not okay. No. I am not okay. Um, Is somebody cutting onions? Daniel Bryan will always have a, yeah, right? Daniel Bryan will always have a special place in my heart. Um, I will always love watching Natalia. Um, Natalia is a freaking powerhouse dude. And like one of the only women of the like the only woman of the heart dynasty like is living her best life and doing like keeping the family name alive i yeah. mean she's a powerhouse and like honestly she, obviously she's one of the she's one of the older women in the women's division right now but she's still cruising along like 
I look up to her. She's super athletic. She's so technical. She is a fantastic performer in the ring in terms of precision and stuff like that. Um, I'm trying to think who else. <laughs> the, it, it, the list is endless. Now, were, um, those, were those your two favorite wrestlers, Natalia and Daniel Bryan? They're definitely two of my favorites um, in terms of, like, more modern-day stuff. Also, love Jeff Hardy. We'll always love Jeff and Matt Hardy. Of course, the Hardy. Um, they are just insane. Like, they will take the craziest bumps, and I'd sit there and be like, uh, no. They're nuts. They're insane. Um, Edge yeah. is another one. I could tell Edge is another oh, guy yes. who takes his, in the, the stupidest bumps I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. he's, but he's a, he's a monster. I mean, he's a goat. His Oh, 100%. And, like, his return, like, everything that everyone has given him response-wise when he returned, like, that was the biggest pop I think I have ever seen. Yeah, I got goosebumps, you know, watching that. That was, I was an emotional ride. I was like, whoa! (laughs) You're not the only one. I, I, it brought a tear to my eye, too. Everyone I talked to about that was, like, in their emotions, in their feels. It definitely Um, brought a tear to my eye. It was such... Such a cool moment. Such a cool just. It's like your childhood was. It's like your childhood was back, and to see Randy yeah. Orton and Edge just face off in a ring was just. Oh yeah. Insane, insane. Absolutely. So um, we'll go back to WWE in a minute, unless you wanted to ask some more stuff about WWE. No, no. Because I could talk about WWE I for hours. Listen, you know? I ramble. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. No, it's I, fine. I, I, I don't shut up, so just cut me off. <laughs> no, no, it's okay. It's okay. I, I got to be nice to my guests. I can't just say, hey, stop talking. You know, I can't, can't do that. Um, you know, you know. let's go back to a little bit to your indie promotions. Um, Other than Blitzkrieg, and let's, um, you said, what's the other one that you wrestled for? Um, I'm drawing a blank. My microphone keeps falling. What's another one you wrestled for? The first one you said. Um, so I've done um, Shut Up and Russell shows at Kevin Landry's. <laughs> Um, I've done Blitzkrieg, I've worked for Pioneer Valley Pro, and Western Mass Wrestling so far. Is there any other independent wrestling shows you would hope to get your foot in, you know, eventually? I'd love to make it up to Maine. Um, everyone's doing, like, Let's Wrestle and all those things. Um, I, I mean, the names that you hear a lot in this area... Or like you get like chaotic and you hear limitless and like northeast wrestling places. Yep, northeast wrestling. Um, there's there's so many places like within New England. I would, I'm not gonna sit here and say, oh, I want to work for this this and this. Like anywhere that would like be willing to book me and take me in. Absolutely. Like I am. I'm trying to think. I'm only about ten matches in because I started in October. Oh, okay. And uh, the last match I wrestled, oh, God, looking at my calendar right now, <laughs> was <clears throat> March 14th. Damn. Yes. Really? That's, yes. Dude, the, last time, the last time I saw you wrestle was at that, that Leap Year show in um, Blitz Creek. Uh, February 29th yeah. with, uh, what's his yeah. name? Um, C-Lo um, C. Brown. Yep, I was in. I was in the Swoggle Invitational. Yes, I remember that. See the six man, the six man Swoggle Invitational. You got to work. You got to work with a lot of um, a lot of big time wrestlers. Have you ever like other? I mean, Hornswoggle is like you know, a a big name in my opinion. But has there and has there been any other big 
like former WWE guys that you got to work with? Um, no, he was the first one and he was fantastic to work with. He was super, cause I mean, it's, it's, mm. it's a little nerve wracking. I mean, honestly, getting like, getting a message from, um, the promoter saying, by the way, you are working that show and you're going to be in the invitation of a swaggle. And I'm like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> I was like, this is my second match. <laughs> working your promotion and you're giving me this opportunity like that's cute like in my opinion i saw that and i was like that's huge yeah that's awesome i was like like i was so thankful for that opportunity and i it was myself um cody lee uh max caster scotty wild swoggle and the great nuka and everyone in the ring was fantastic and so fun to work with yeah, Blitz, Blitzkrieg is a great promotion. I love going to Blitzkrieg. Um, I try to go to as much shows as I can. Um, Northeast Wrestling is like, I go to a ton of Northeast Wrestling shows. It's, I lost count at this point already. The amount of shows I've been to. It's See, I have not been able to get down to a Northeast Wrestling show yet. And everyone's, because those are in Bethany, right? Yeah, they're, they're you know, they're a lot of them are like in Bethany. They go up to Waterbury a lot. Um I just got Danbury, they go everywhere in Connecticut. Screw it and make the drive. Yeah, it's make the drive. It's worth it. It's worth it. And you know, when I tell people about the Bethany shows I go, it's a really, really small venue. Just be prepared. Yeah, I like working those small venues. <laughs> they go what? Small they go. The they go how small is it? I'm like, it's it's a town hall. It yeah, can't be. You know it can't be that. Like, yeah. Think about the Blitzkrieg shows you go to, and if you've been to the ones in Westfield at the Moose Lodge. I was there. I think wasn't that was that your debut at? That was. That I was, was my there Blitzkrieg for that. Debut. Yeah, I was there for that, that show. That was my Blitzkrieg debut in my hometown. That is um, awesome. It was a tag match with me and Cody Lee, the Punk Cross Lovers, versus the Arsenal. Yeah. Yeah. See, I remember. I remember seeing you there. I was like, I was like, okay, okay, she's pretty, she's good. I like her. You know. <laughs> You know, okay. And then you then you got to wrestle again in um at the the Enfield show in the Swaggle Reputation. I thought you wrestled before in other prior shows. I thought this was just like my first time seeing you. But no, this was that was your debut match. That's awesome. Very cool. Oh, thank you. No, no problem. No problem. Yeah, no but um any 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 promotion you get your foot in the door, I mean it's just like a big step. It's Northeast Wrestling is I, I can't praise Northeast Wrestling enough. All all promotions are great. All wrestling. I, I praise all wrestling promotions, you know, because I oh, love wrestling. absolutely. Yeah. You know, I love wrestling. <laughs> we all love wrestling. Exactly. You love wrestling. Exactly, exactly. So let's stop talking about wrestling just for a little bit. What do you like to do on your free time? In my free time? Um, what free time? <laughs> I do most of it. Um, I, I like to just, you know, hang out. I'm not in the gym like training or if i'm not at a show like i'm kind of just a homebody you know i like because i mean between training like two to three days a week and you know working five days a week well i mean training three days a week when we could go train yeah (laughs) (laughs) not right now uh i kind of just like to like to keep it pretty basic and low-key i like to you know sit back sit back and do some binge watching um we all have time for that (laughs) yeah you know now's the perfect time um i also um little fun fact about big juicy 
Um, I grew up doing competitive dance my entire life until I was a senior in high school. Oh. Um, and I also am a tap dance teacher as well as like my regular uh, five day week job. So, you know, I like to, you know, my free time, if I'm feeling a little creative, put on my tap shoes and, you know, jam out a little bit. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> that, uh, I cannot tap dance to save my life. So. <laughs> I can't even dance to save my life. So. <laughs> There's a lot of extra rhythm involved that you don't necessarily think about, you know, but it's cool. I started doing that when I was uh, two years old. Fast forward, I'm 25, so 23 years. So, wow. It's it's always going to be a favorite passion of mine. Hell yeah. That's awesome. That's very cool. (laughs) Um, What shows have you been binge watching? I got to know because I'm going to tell you some shows I've been binge watching. Right, here we go. Let's, let's hear it. Let's binging. hear it. I love it. Let's hear it. Um, so if I'm gonna sit down and binge, like lately, I've been binging. Obviously, I watched Tiger King because, like, what person in the universe hasn't watched it yet? I, I, um, I, I broke down and watched it. It was the biggest waste of time of my entire life. I would never I go back and watch crazy. it again. It just, so dumb. You sit there and you're like, how are these real like, people? Exactly. And I'm just like, what the hell was this? <laughs> oh hell no. Um, I've been binging, I binged that, um, I low-key am, like, a huge foodie, so, like, I love to binge watch, um, Master Chef and, like, Hell's Kitchen. There you go. Like, I love a good Gordon Ramsay scowl, are you kidding me? <laughs> he's, he's so intimidating, if I saw him in real life, I'd probably be just as terrified as watching him on the screen. Um, <laughs> I also like to watch, I don't know, it's another food show, um, but Chopped on the Food Network, it's, it's pretty, um, I watched that, um, and then I, this is going to sound so weird, but, um, so I like to find documentaries about, like, religious groups and, like, cults, and, like, those, those things just interest me, interest me, it's so weird how, I find it interesting that, people will you know conform to these group things and kind of just fall under one person's control that stuff has always been really interesting to me so i watch you know some weird off color <laughs> documentary yeah. series about those um there's one on netflix actually about um waco that i saw on netflix that i need to get started it's called waco waco okay and apparently it's it's kind of like a dramatization about what happened, but it's based on a book that was written by one of the FBI negotiators. Oh, wow. It'll be interesting. We'll that's, see. That's my binge that I'm going to start tomorrow. <laughs> we all, you know, we all have the time to start it. So, you know, why not? You know, honestly, like I work, I work in a preschool. And I'm always like, when I'm at work, I'm like, I don't want to be, I, of course I want to be there. You know, I love my job, but it comes, it came to a point where I don't want to be here. I don't want to do this and that. Now I just can't wait to go back to work. I, mm-hmm. I cannot wait to go back to work. I mean, being home is fine, but it's like, okay, let me go back to work. Yeah. Know? I hate, I hate this whole breaking routine. So like similar to you, like I work Monday through Friday, I work um, at a school um, also, but you know, it's, it's a little different. I work for, it's considered a private school, um, for students with autism and developmental disabilities. So like, same, 
eat and um i'm sure you're not doing remote learning for preschoolers but yeah. we have been doing remote <laughs> we've been yeah. doing remote learning and like it's, it's it's so hard seeing my students through like a zoom video chat when like we should be in school together so it, i i share those similar feelings with you my friend i can't even see my i can't even see my students you know they're all they're all preschoolers and they're you know, you know, some of them are going off to kindergarten. I'm not going to be able to see them graduate preschool. So it just, it breaks my heart. It breaks my heart. It's so, so like, but it's okay. It's okay. You know, I'll see them down the road. I'm sure they'll, you know, still be going to like the after school program at my job. So probably see go. them there, you know, but not like, just like you, I've been binge watching shows like crazy. I've been binge watching Disney plus. Oh my, nonstop. yes. Disney nonstop. Plus. Plug Disney Plus. I love Disney Plus. Disney. <laughs> yes. Um, All the old school, the Disney original movies. Yes, I, I, I cannot tell you how many times I watched Phantom of the Megaplex since that that um the that <laughs> Disney Plus dropped. I watched it so I think I watched it three times already in like two days. I did. I watched it again before I called you. I was like, "All right, I'm gonna watch Family Megaplex again." I love that movie. I love it. I, it's one of my favorite Disney Disney original movies. You know, it's it's great. It's a great okay. movie. I. You know, Zach and Cody. I definitely. Yes. No. So thinking about what I've already watched in Disney Plus, I've watched Cadet Kelly. I've watched Xenon. <laughs> yep. I've watched all of Lizzie McGuire, um, like the even Steven, like even Stevens in and of itself was like a fantastic series. Amazing. The even Stevens movie, um, and then like my date with the president's daughter. Oh, is that on her? I couldn't find it. Is it on her? It, it was at one point because I watched it. No, -uh, you're lying. Because I could. I have to look because I I was like dying to watch that movie and I'm like it's not on here. Where is it? And so same was, thing with um yeah, under wraps. No. Same thing yeah. with under wraps. Under wraps isn't even on there. It's not. No, it's. I think they have like a deal with Amazon Prime or something before. Uh, that's that's ridiculous. I know they gotta start. And then I was confused because I forgot that Disney bought the Simpsons. So when I saw the Simpsons on there, I was like, what? Yeah, it's it, it's not the same Simpsons you'll see on like Fox. It's like I heard it's edited like crazy. Oh come on. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been bitch um. It's funny. Um, all the nerds are gonna make fun of me, but it's okay. Big Juicy might even make fun of me. Um, I cried at Zach and Cody when it was over. On Street Life on Deck, I no, that was a good I show. cried. I, I, I cheered up a little bit. You know, just remembering back when it first okay, ended. Did you like? Did, were you a fan of like the Sweet Life on Deck? Yes, yes, and no. Yes, and no. It was okay. I mean, it was good for what it was. But when it, I mean, I didn't watch all of it too it, much. It didn't compare to the original, though. No, of course Nothing not. Compares. You know, I didn't watch all of it too much. I watched it when I can, but I remember watching the last episode when it aired, and I just bawled like a baby. I, I was like, <laughs> just crying. Listen, you, everyone gets that show. Like, that's you know? totally a thing. Like, I have watched Parks and Recs so many times that, like, every time it gets to the end, I'm like, oh, but then I restart it. Or, like, The Office. The Office, yes. I love The Office. Oh, my God. Office is <laughs> like amazing. Because I didn't watch... I wasn't a big... I never got into The Office when it was, like, live on TV, like, regularly. Yep. I only got into it when it was all on Netflix. And everyone's like, what? You've never watched The Office? You need to check it out. So then I finally did, and I was like, oh, my God, I'm hooked. I think... I think... 
everyone who listens to this podcast, I'm same with you, same even me. I never watched it when it was live on, you know, when it was like not live on TV, but when it aired on TV, I'm like, yeah, this looks so stupid. And all the DVDs came out. I'm like, wasn't it a show about the office? Like, who watches that? And then it came right. out on Netflix, and I'm like, what have I been missing? Exactly. <laughs> like, I'm this like, is why? hilarious. That's how I was with The Office, and that's how I was with Parks and Rec, and then, like, another series that, like, broke my heart when <laughs> I watched the final episode was How I Met Your Mother. I didn't watch too much of How I Met Your Mother. I I, oh, I wish I got into it. I wish I got well, into you, it. My, you should give it another shot. Yeah, my dad, you my dad, my dad and my stepmom are uh, are big fans of that show. I never never could get into it. Big Bang Theory was another show I absolutely loved. Which one? Uh, Big Bang Theory. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah! Absolutely, absolutely. That was awesome. There's a lot of shows out there where I cry like a baby just. But this, Listen, you get taken on this emotional journey with these characters. You watch them. You get invested. It's like I'm gonna make this really cheesy comparison, but it's like a wrestling match. You start the episode. You're following the storyline, yep. the highs and the lows, and the the, the good guys are like going through some stuff, but then they come back out. Like it's exactly 100. percent I couldn't agree more. Daniel Bryan is a perfect example of that. For what he yes. went through back in 2014, yes. before WrestleMania, you know? Ugh. You know, we just get exactly. so invested into these shows, you know, especially our childhood shows. Man, it, yes. it, I could talk about Disney Plus all day. I, like I said, <laughs> I cried my eyes. Again, it was like, like last week, I just finished Sweet Life on Deck. And I just bawled like a baby. <laughs> you know, just started crying okay. like crazy. You know what? You are allowed to feel how you feel. Hell yeah. Those emotions, Justin. Hell yeah, I am. Um, I'm talking. I am talking to Big Juicy. Um, I got to know a lot about you today. A lot about your your favorite binge binge watching shows. Your <laughs> a little a little you know a little bit about your wrestling career. Um, where where do you see yourself? After this whole quarantine is over, what is your your next step in your, your next big goal? Step. Yes, your goal. Uh, long term, I mean, there's been people that have asked me, "Do you like see a a, a timeline or a time cap on how long you are going to be involved in wrestling? Whether you stay on the independent circuit or like you make other moves?" And like, I'm not going to put a time cap on anything for myself. Um. Yeah, did I get started a little bit later than some people? Yeah, I'm 25. Okay. Um, but <laughs> I'm going to wrestle. Is, I know I'm making myself sound like I'm old. But no, no, I mean, are, who cares? But yeah, wrestling good. since they are doing, you know, um, professional wrestling since they were like 16, 18 years old. Or then there's people who have done wrestling their entire lives, whether it's technical wrestling, like grappling, and then later in life found professional mm, wrestling. Yeah. Um. But I mean, I'm not going to put a time cap on myself. I'm going to ride this wave of wrestling as long as I can, as long as I love it, because it is, it's crazy. Never, if you asked me like 15 years ago, when 10 year old me started watching wrestling, if I would ever be doing it, absolutely not. I would have never guessed in a million years that this is where I would be today. Yeah, a lot of people say that. (laughs) On a wrestling podcast talking about wrestling you know talking about 
my small beginnings of my career right now like it's it's crazy um so for me to say yeah i'm gonna do this for five years and then call it a day like no way i'm gonna write it for as long as i can as long as i'm staying safe and healthy while i'm doing it like absolutely i love that answer perfect answer um <laughs> great you know great you know i wish you all the best of luck in the, the near future i definitely hope to see you at more um up and coming shows. I'm pretty sure I will. And <laughs> that's the plan. Yeah. Fingers crossed, guys. You know. <laughs> um thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Before before we end this podcast, give yourself a quick plug. Where could the nerds of wrestling find you on social media? <laughs> All right. So you can find Big Juicy on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. And all the handles are the same. It's at Big, it's Big Juicy, and Juicy is with three Ys because Juicy with one Y was already taken. I hate when that happens. So it's at Big Juicy, three Ys on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Love it. Big Juicy, thank you so much for coming on today. It was a lot of fun talking to you. I will definitely get you on again in, within the near future, for sure. Yes, thank you so much, Justin. It was a blast. No problem. Thank you. Have a great day. You too, man. Thank you. And that concludes this episode on the Nerds of Wrestling Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please don't forget to like, share, and subscribe for more future episodes. I'm your host, Justin Del Rio. Peace out, nerds.